Joining us on the Elks this week now is Melissa Smith, the mother of Christian Salisbury. Uh, Melissa, before we get on with things, first off, my condolences to you on, on behalf of, of all Elks fans uh, in Edmonton. Uh, how's everybody doing in the last month now? Um, we're doing as well as we can. Um, we go second by second. Uh, we don't even go by minute by minute because uh, one, one second we can be up, next second we can be down, next second you can be angry. Um, so we just taking it one second at a time. Uh, the details, a lot of the details never got to us up here. Uh, have you found out more? It's, it's been about a, almost a month now. Have you found out more about what happened? And maybe on the flip side, are you interested in finding out more about what happened to Christian? Because obviously that's not going to bring him back. Right. Um, I think I'm kind of torn on that a little bit. Um, if I want to find out or not, because what matters is the fact that he's not here for me. And nothing is going to change that for me. Nothing. Um, I will say um, that knowing my son, and we've had these conversations um, growing up, um, Christian has always talked about wanting to be a professional football player. And so he and I, we had an unbreakable bond. I mean, like, we spent so much time together and when we weren't together, we talked five, six times a day. So we've talked about situations where if you see somebody with a gun at a party, you leave immediately. Um, and so what I do know is I prepared him for if that happened. Um, what I also know is my son was an innocent bystander. That I can tell. Tell me about Christian. We were getting to know Christian as the football player. Uh, he'd spent the last half of the season uh, with the Elks and had made a, a, a tremendous impression with his play in the last half of the season. Uh, tell me a little bit about him off the field and a little bit about him growing up. <laughs> oh, Christian is silly as ever. Christian is so funny. He's silly. He's loving. He is borderline OCD. <laughs> Uh, he loves to clean. He loved to cook. He loved his niece and his nephews. He certainly loved his mama and his dad and his grandmother and and everybody that loved Christian. He loved back, you know. Um, he loved God without a doubt. So, in saying that, I wholeheartedly know where he is. Um, because I can guarantee you there are probably not many times you saw Christian on a field and he wasn't praying before the game. So um, growing up at seven, um, he did tell me that he wanted to, uh, he knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to play professional football. And so like any mom with sons, how many times do you hear that story? And I thought, well, everybody don't want to do that, Christian. You think you want to do something else? He's like, nope, that's what I want to do. So um, something inside my gut said, pay attention to him because he might mean this. And so I started to pay attention to him. And I started to notice that he wouldn't, he would, really didn't go outside much. And so when I would go in his room and check on him, see what he was doing, he was usually watching um, YouTube videos of like Tavon Austin, DeAnthony Thomas. Uh, any running back, Barry Sanders, 
Um, that was what he spent his time doing. And so we we would have those talks about, you know, yeah, they are in these spaces, but in order to get to these places, you still have to follow a path. And that main path is doing what's right, going to school and getting your education, not just getting your education, but getting good grades. So um, everything I asked for him to do, he did. Uh, so it's something obviously he wanted to do um, for a long, long time. I, I guess the, the best news from that is he made it. Uh, he had to overcome some obstacles uh, oh. along the way and fight to get there, but he made it. He was a professional football player. He was. He was. Um, I think for me, uh, that's the tough part because um, he didn't get to do a lot that's the angry part for me. Um, if you know me, Christian, um, I, I would say, Christian, you made it. You know, you made it. And he was like, no, mom, stop saying that. Stop saying that. And I said, but you didn't make it. He said, no, we made it. Because without you, I would not have made it. And so now, the other night, I had a dream. And he said, it's time for you to stop saying I made it and we made it. And say, you made it happen for me. You have to learn to take the credit for how I got here. A lot of people don't know that um, I became Christian's momager um, when, he, when he was in middle school. We became a team. I said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. We became a team. Um, everything about what we did was strategic. Um, a lot of people didn't understand. I got the backlash for it. Um, um, I've been called names for it, uh, ugly names. Um, but I will say, um, I got thick skin from my dad. So it takes a lot to break me down. And if you see Christian play on the field, what you see is my dad. You see me pass that torch of that thick skin onto him. So um, I knew that I had to have thick skin in order to be able to not just be a, a mom helping her son. I knew I had to be have the thick skin to be... Uh, a woman entering a male-dominated field with no certification to help her son. And that's what I vowed to do. Uh, uh, he came uh, for training camp uh, last season, uh, got released, uh, I think, uh, in week one, uh, and then came back in September. Um, tell me about going – I assume he went back home during that time and and kept the nose to the grindstone. Uh, uh, it seemed like he was he was almost expecting and, and happy to get the call to return in September. Well, well yeah, of course. Um, actually, we actually um, – I, I befriended G-Roy uh, via LinkedIn probably about maybe a year or two before um, he got to Edmonton. Um, and of course at that time COVID happened, no pro days, which was hard because Christian is a four, three kid. And so when you go to a small school and you're a four, three kid, 
and you don't have a pro day, you kind of stuck, you know, and he was stuck. And so, uh, but I knew I wasn't going to quit fighting. So I used non-traditional methods to reach out to scouts. Um, and I actually had a conversation with G Roy and I said, well, if you all decide to have a pro day, you know, let me know the dates and we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there. So he did. Um, and in, in April, um, we started our CFL tour, uh, as you would call it. And, uh, we went to Berkner high school and had, um, he walked up to, um, check in and coach Jones was at the table, not knowing coach Jones or anything. He said, what's your name, son? And Christian said, Christian Salisbury. Coach Jones said, I just watched your film last night. And so Christian came over to get ready. He said, well, that man said he just watched my film last night. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So I didn't say anything the whole time. Um, and I sent G. Roy a film of Christian running a 40. Uh, he sent me a text back and he said, who is this? And I said, this Christian. And then I didn't say anything else. I just left it at that. And um, so after it was over um, and everything was done, I think G-Roy had been trying to figure out how he knew Christian. And Christian said, I think you'll find out sooner or later. And so I walked up to him and I said, there was no way I was going to be able to leave here after speaking to you for so long and not say hello face to face. You put a name with a face. And before I could even get my name out all the way, he was like, oh, come here, give me a hug, blah, blah, blah. And so um, that's how that happened. And then Christian never knew. One day I just decided to call. I just decided to text G1. I said, I know you all are getting ready to report. Just kind of want to touch base, see where, you know, what you thought about Christian, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of went from there. Um, this is about four o'clock that evening. And, um, and he told me that he and Coach Jones had talked about Christian and they would talk more the next day. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I, you know, said, you know, I don't mean to bother you. I know you got a million people probably texting you. However, yeah, I said, you know, the wait can be tough, you know, for them, for them that didn't have a pro day and just been trying to match on to the team. And he said, yeah, I get it. I, he said, as soon as I talked to Coach Jones, I'll let you know. I'm like, okay. So about 1045 that night, I got a text. And it said, the wait is over, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And I just started crying. And I waited, and then he texted me back and asked me a couple more questions. And I took the phone to Christian and gave it to him. But um, he did play both preseason games, to answer your question. Um, it was after the second game that he was released. And I was actually on the phone with him when he got the call to let him that kind of speculated he was going to be released. And I said, wait a minute, let's have a conversation. Because I am mom, but I am also mom again. And so sometimes, I'm a lot of times, I'm going to think in a business sense when he may not think that way. And I said, you go in there and you, I said, you go in there, you thank them for the opportunity because one, they didn't have to give it to you. Two, you ask them, is there anything you could have done better to secure your spot to go into the season and you thank them again and you and you leave with your head held high the one thing I did know is after that second game 
I can't remember the exact number, but it was 160 something all purpose yards. Uh, other than that fumble, Christian did exactly what I knew Christian could do. So whatever choice they made, uh, it was their choice, and I was okay with it. I, I was okay with the fact that and proud that my son left it all on the field. And so um, we walked away. We do have a family business. Um, he came home and immediately got with my brother. And he's on, you know, like, what, what we got going on with the family business? We have an inflatable business where we rent out inflatables and we have uh, a phone machine um, where we rent out the phone uh, machine for parties and we have a game truck. And so all these things, Christian, while he's been off, and working out, he's still been working out. You know, water, inflatables and water can be extremely heavy. So he is still working out. And so he came home and he worked. And our busiest our busiest time is July 4th. So he was working the whole time. And I, when he could, he would catch the games. Um, but he always knew I was, whether I was watching ESPN Plus or listening to you all, he knew I was watching. So he knew I was the backup. And uh, he came home one night and I said, Christian, he said, ma'am, I said, oh, I kind of think they don't call you back. And he said, why you say that? And I went into why I thought. And um, he said, well, we'll see, whatever. I was like, okay. So I was at an appointment with my mom and my phone uh, rings or it, it dings. And it's, it's G-Roy. He said, where's Christian? And I said, um, I left him at home. I, he said, I just tried to call and he didn't answer. I said, well, let me see if I can locate him and I have him call you back. And before I can hang up from you or Christian's calling me going, I think Edmonton's trying to call me. And I said, well, get your butt on the phone and call. Call them back. And so that's how it happened. What did he tell you about Edmonton and, and playing for the Elks? Oh, he loved, he loved it. He, it was, he, you know, it, it, it was, I mean, I think I, I, I would, I think I would describe Christian as being like Christopher Columbus. He was exploring a new territory and he was loving everything he was exploring. Um, I will say I'm not real critical on Christian uh, when it comes to his play, but I know him like the back of my hand. In the first two games, he struggled in the return game for what I'm used to seeing, for what I'm used to seeing. And I knew something wasn't right. And I had somebody talk to me going, oh, just give him time. He has to get used to the, the new CFL rules, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, this has nothing to do with new CFL rules. I know my son, and he is not playing like I know he can play. He's not returning that football like I know he can return that football. Something's not right. So I said, I'm not going to beat him down, but we'll, we'll have one of those conversations where he just needs to talk to his mom. And uh, I said, what's that? I said, son, is something wrong going? What's going on? I said, you look quite confused out there sometimes. And he was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I stay on the team and, and I do what they ask me to do. And I said, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. You know, so I said, and, you, and I, there's, there's ways you can do that. You've just got to figure out how to mesh the two. I said, but I need to see you have some confidence out there on that field because that's what they need. They need, as I describe them, a dog. They need a dog right now. 
So you got to be the dog because it's up to you to get them in good field position so they can get down the field. So he's like, yes, ma'am. So the third game, we got to see the Christian. I know. And then it just kept going and going and going. That's how he's been his whole life. You know, Christian is one in high school. If you look up his film, he returned a return for 100 yards. Most people would not even dare come out of the end zone. I mean, just like, no, you just don't. You wouldn't dare. And he did. And he returned it for a touchdown. He's that fearless. He was that fearless. In his memory, you've uh, created the Christian Salisbury Foundation. Uh, tell me about it. Who's it for? And what do you hope to accomplish with it? The best way I felt like I could honor my son is to create this foundation. Um, like I said, a lot of people don't know. And we love, I didn't put it out there. Christian was the, my main priority. So today is the first day you people are really publicly hearing me say, I made this happen for you because I don't ever want to take the credit because he does the work on the field. And like I told him, we're a team. You do the work on the field. I handle the business side. And, um, and so he, he trusted me to do that. And so I was, you know, today is it. Today is the day that I honor my son by saying that. But I created, I created the foundation because Christian is not the only one out like this. A lot of kids got lost in the shuffle when COVID happened. Christian is just one that came to the surface. There's a lot more out there. And there's a lot more than people know. Because now that people have seen him do it, they're calling me to say, can you help me? You know, here's my recommendation. If you're not a dog, I can't help you. And I know what a dog is because if if you know what a dog is when you see Christian, but I'm even more of a dog. So if you can't beat me, then I can't help you. So, um, and so that uh, foundation is to do things for youth, um, also to educate parents because I think a lot of times we as parents get so lost and everybody else wants to do it. And I don't know how to make it happen for my son or, or my daughter because technically Christian's dream of playing in the professional ranks is no different than somebody else's child saying, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a lawyer. He, he had a dream. They had a dream. And somewhere along the way of that kid wanting to be a doctor or a lawyer, somebody said, I believe they do. So let me help them get there. And so that's what this foundation is about. I know you have a GoFundMe page up for it, uh, the Christian uh, Christian Salisbury Foundation. Uh, have you got a website yet? And I imagine that's in the works if you don't. I don't have a website yet. It is in the works. I am um, working to get um, it as a 501c3. Um, like I said, um, I want to help. I want to help educate parents. I want them to not be afraid to uh, stand on, you know, our, our homes are built on foundation. That's how they stand, right? We are parents because we have the knowledge, the wisdom, and we've been through some stuff. So we have to be their foundation to catapult them and to build this, whatever it is they want to be. And so um, 
that's what the foundation will be for. It'll be for football camps. And it'll also be to help um, the dogs that I'm talking about um, that can't afford to get to these combines that are legit combines. Because let me just tell you, I've wasted money on some stuff that wasn't legit. I'm not afraid to say that. Lesson learned. I'm not stupid and I won't let anybody else be evil. Um, so those are some of the things that I plan to do with this money. I also want to say that not one dime in this fund will not be accounted for or used for anything that's not intended for. I'm scared of jail and I don't plan to go. Okay. Okay. So, there you go. All right. And if you want to contribute, you can uh, probably just Google up on GoFundMe, uh, the Christian yes. Salisbury Foundation. Um, I imagine, uh, Melissa, the Elks are going to honor him at some point in, in the uh, 2023 season. Uh, are you planning to to come to Edmonton at all to, to be a part of that? Is that a possibility? Of course. Of course. Like I told uh, 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 the president when he called, uh, he told me that and he asked me would I be willing. Of course, I plan to come anyway you know, to watch Christian play. Um, got my jersey already. I got shoes. Uh, I was ready. I was ready. And um, so, yes, I will be there without a doubt. If 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 God leaves me here to see it, I will be here. Um, his high school is has also decided to retire his number two jersey because that's what he wore in high school. Uh, everything about Christian uh, has been geared around the number two. And a couple, probably like a couple of years ago or a year ago, I started a hashtag that said, you can do it too, number two at the end, uh, because you can do it too. And I want kids to know that they can do whatever they put their mind to if they just follow the script, you know, but they need some people to help them. You can't just expect a kid to know where to go, what to do, how to maneuver. Christian will tell you he was asleep, get ready for school, and his mama was up at one, two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, have to be working at nine, researching how to get him recruited in college, how to get him to the NFL. How, whatever I needed to do, I was researching. And when I couldn't find what I needed, I networked enough to where I was able to, I call it my dream team. I got a lot of them. I can get the answers that I needed, you know? So, um, yes, the GoFundMe, and I'll, I'll make sure you do have it if you want to post it. Uh, the GoFundMe uh, link is still up. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm still hurt. I'm still grieving. I will be for a while. Um, tentatively, uh, we are tentatively, and it hasn't been etched in stone. As soon as it's in stone, um, I'll be able to provide more details, but tentatively, um, his services will be set for next Saturday. That's tentatively. Um, um, and then after that, it's go time for me. You know, um, give me time to get used to, you know, it. believe it or not, it's weird because honestly, maybe God was preparing me for this because it, it does kind of feel like Christian's still in Edmonton, mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Um, so, um, yes, I will be um, wh whatever Edmonton. I talked to Coach Jones yesterday and whatever Edmonton wants me to do. Uh, this mama right here, Mama, uh, the kids call me Mama Saul. So 
Mama Sauls will do whatever Edmonton wants me to do. And I knew instantly when I met Chris Jones, uh, actually watched him walk, uh, do a workout, the workout that Christian was in. He wouldn't even let anybody else time Christian 40. But I knew Coach Jones was a dog. I don't care what nobody say. Coach Jones was a dog. And I looked at Christian and I said, that man right there, that's your coach. That, that's your coach right there. So. Melissa, uh, thank you so much for your time today. It's great to, to relieve some of the memories uh, of Christian, and uh, I appreciate you opening up about him. Uh, good luck with the foundation, and uh, again, condolences to you and your family, and uh, hope to see you in Edmonton uh, this coming season. Thank you so much. And to, and to the city of Edmonton, we just want to say thank you for loving him. He loved you out back. He was so excited for the upcoming season. He was ready. Um, and go Elks. Just just support your team. Support your team. They're trying. They're going to get there. Just support your team. 